Thank you so much for tuning in to Music Marvels with the Chick with Beats and Breezy Gibson. I am music producer at Chick with Beats. Oh, uh, man, entrepreneur. I mean, I mean, with it. <laughs> That's what's good. And, um, you know, we're glad that you're with us. We've got you know, another great show lined up for you, as always. Music interviews, music news, and, of course, some tips in there as well. And Beats by yours truly. Oh man, that's, those are some beats too. You know, if y'all hadn't checked out our beats, I check with beats.com, y'all. You know what to do. Yes. So uh, yeah, make sure you do that. And uh, you know, I'm just ready to go ahead and get into it. We can go ahead and get it started. So yeah, without any further ado, let's go. Let's go. music industry news uh top story rolling stone has announced that they're putting out some documentaries detailing young thugs legal battle and so uh you know they want to put the story out there uh one thing that kind of gave me a little bit of pause was rolling stone ceo gus winter and he says we're thrilled to partner with the talented team at jigsaw to tell this ambitious and important story 
about one of the most compelling and controversial music scenes of the moment. So, I mean, while it might be good to highlight this to get some conversations and stuff going, to be thrilled about it, I felt was a weird choice of words because, you know, things are actually happening, but they're just, you know, hey, I don't want to say maybe uh, just taking advantage of the moment, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what comes of that. And uh, let us know if you're interested in checking those documentaries out, if you're definitely going to be tuning in, or if you're like, eh, I might sit this one out, <laughs> let us know. What you thinking, Breezy? <laughs> you said a mouthful that time, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's going to take me a couple of seconds to, to, to come up with a comeback to that. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Oh, mm. you know, which, I... Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, but I, I, I know I'll, I'll dig up something in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, you know, there's been a lot of talk going on about uh, the whole Young Thug and Gunna situation and what might come of that and about how rap music, you know, is kind of being held on trial, which is true. And for the most part, you know, I think what's unfair about it is that a lot of other genres have um, what questionable lyrics but they're never held to the same standard that you know people are holding hip-hop and rap to so you know that in itself is unfortunate however while we know um what should be occurring and what's actually occurring is is totally different and so if you're hanging out with people or you're keeping the name like thug or something like that you know you got to be careful about what you say on wax because if it lines up with stuff that's actually happening out in the world guess what's gonna happen at least for now we'll see what happens you know once things get passed and maybe they'll stop um what what's the phrase now about um holding up down black art or something like that which is you know it's a, it's an actual issue but yeah it's something that while we know it's a reality think about it, be careful. Um, it's better to choose between that lifestyle or your music career instead of trying to do both because we've seen time and time after the, just over and over that it doesn't work trying to do both. At least not very well with the results that you hope for. I know, I know. I mean, over the years, we've come across so many individuals mm -hmm. who have, uh, oh man, I mean, I can't, it's too many to count. That, yeah. um, that's the direction they went, and then next thing you know, wild stuff is happening and whatever, all because you know they're trying to be, you know, go the macho uh, route, and see that macho route ain't always uh, what it's cranked up to be. <laughs> I mean, right. uh, just just last night, the um, the the impending uh, uh, presidential candidate, mm. the former the former president, he came out with a thing last night wanting to. Uh, make sure that every person dealing and so on and so forth uh, goes straight to prison. Mm. Okay, so I mean, and prison first and ask questions second. Mm. And so <laughs> that just gives you an idea of the climate that uh, is going on. Not that that would come to fruition, but I mean, there's a lot of people out there that think stuff like that. Right, yeah. yeah they, they they want to nab you first and then investigate second. And meanwhile, you and the slammer with all kind of made up stuff and whatever, just be just because your name. Exactly. And uh, <laughs> that ain't worth it, man. Exactly. Worth it. Very well put. Hmm. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and one of those uh, stories that we typically tend to have for you is you know, people buying up these uh, publishing and uh, music catalogs. And so Jean-Michel Jarre sold his entire music publishing back catalog to BMG. And so they weren't saying how much that they actually bought his catalog for, but they said it was the biggest single deal it had ever done in France. So yeah, apparently he got a big old check. <laughs> and so yeah we've been talking about this we've been seeing it happen a lot and it doesn't appear to be slowing down anytime soon mm. wow mm -hmm. oh well yeah all right yeah, what a, yeah, Warner Music adopts um, SoundCloud's user centric revenue style now so this is something that SoundCloud was one of the first to say hey this is actually how we should be 
uh, you know, paying artists as opposed to pro rata, which, you know, if you're a listener, you might already know, or maybe you've already done the research yourself, but just in case you're unfamiliar with how it works, it's, they take all the money that's generated from streaming, put it into one pile, and then just divide it out by the artists that bring the top amount of streams to whatever platform it is. So most platforms use this. However, SoundCloud instead wants to pay the person that's actually bringing the people listening to the stream, which makes the most sense. It's the most fair way um, for it to be happening. And so Warner has agreed to that. So with them being the first label to kind of get on board with what SoundCloud is doing, it makes you wonder how many are going to be following. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, hey, that, that, famous, that famous verse, and it makes you wonder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Makes you wonder. Uh, who was that? I'm trying to think of uh, a rock group. And it makes you wonder. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, that, 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 that phrase right there, that's a phrase to pay. Yes, oh indeed. All right. And a new proposal uh, floated by New South Wales police would basically censor certain forms of hip hop in Australia. So the NSW police told the Sydney Morning Herald and The Age, quote, quote, we rely on the moderators of social media platforms to hold their own policies around violent content. However, the police will take action in relation to content that contains material inciting violence or criminal activity. And so they were basically spelling out uh, drill music, which if you're familiar, originated in Chicago, but it's been widespread everywhere, like um, many, many, many um, genres do. And so, yeah, it's being held under scrutiny. And so now they're going to be watching and doing, I guess, whatever it takes to uh, try to censor that music if they feel that they don't agree with what it's putting out. So. I mean, you know, this kind of goes back to what we were just saying, you know, about the situation before. So, um, yeah, just to be aware of the word you use, the, the climate that we're in right now. Um, you know, it's kind of sad with art being under attack, but at the same time, you know, we got to kind of adapt to the reality. Yep. And, hey, you know, that, that reality comes first, no matter what. The reality mm-hmm. is always going to come first. And so, you know, folks can be in... Uh, in dreamland or wherever they want to be but um yeah reality check it's a reality check Mm -hmm. don't overlook that yep all right and uh ticket master has acquired thailand's thai ticket major and uh, so the acquisition is basically intending to increase live nation's access to thailand's live events industry which they're saying is a strong market for touring japanese and k-pop artists including you know all other major genres um, music sports family fair touring and musical theater so basically they're expanding their footprint once again so you know something to be aware of and especially if they're um gambling with what they got going if you're thinking about uh, maybe touring this might be a place to kind of check out if you know things are growing so strong that live nations throwing their money behind it to make sure that they can access more of the market so hint hint there's a freebie <laughs> hint hint <laughs> don't miss out yes yeah. alright we're going to take a quick pause for the cause and then we'll be back with more music industry news after this okay
and Breezy Gibson on the Music Marvels Radio Show. All right, and we're back with more music industry news. Uh, there's another Ticketmaster uh, story here, but Bruce Springsteen fans were shocked when they went to go uh, buy tickets for his upcoming concerts and found four to five thousand dollar floor seats, uh, five hundred and sixty nine dollar fees, and all this other stuff. <laughs> as Ticketmaster has decided to implement what they're calling dynamic pricing. So that and their verified fan system are promoted as what they're considering the best way to kind of derail ticket resale and allow the artist to profit from the market value of each seat instead of losing it all to scalpers. So, you know, it's been an issue in the industry for a while where, of course, you know, the scalpers buy up the tickets and then jack up the prices. But basically what it appears is that uh, <laughs> now Ticketmaster is just doing the scalping for themselves. So the top tier artists, most top tier artists, similar to Springsteen, most likely him included, um, earn a share of Ticketmaster's high ticket fees. So it's not necessarily something that an artist would have a problem with. So we'll see what will uh, go forward with this. But can you imagine, you know, having to pay $5,000 for the seats and then have $569 fees on top of that? You know, that's just... It's wild. So, yeah, we'll see what happens there. Well, you know, to truth be told, about two years ago, three years ago, the NFL, National Football League, started. They came up with a, a procedure with uh, in certain cities uh, for certain teams. And uh, that fee wasn't 500 <laughs> That fee was like 1300 Whoa. And, so, and these were for the people who had previously been season ticket holders. Mm -mm -mm. So when that season's over, when you look at um, getting set for the following season, next year, they're hitting you with those fees right then. Okay, wow. and so some some cities like uh, uh, well, some the, the fan base revolted, but other cities such as um, New York City, New York Giants, uh, New York Jets, the income flow it didn't bother them. Wow. Okay, I mean their their income flow adapted right to that so that that, that, ex <laughs> that exorbitant charge those exorbitant it didn't even bother them at all it still sold out after that anyway Whoa. okay so what i mean <laughs> so the little the small guy oh no they can't go anymore yeah. but the big guy from the companies and corporations they're still right in there i mean come on Hmm, that sounds pretty reflective of uh <laughs> our whole current uh situation here now but yeah yeah, and I, I just saw a news story a couple of days ago about a guy who um, in, in Atlanta who collects old um, concert um, posters, mm. okay? And he's been doing it for 20, 30 years, okay? And so to, to see the number of concert flyers, I mean, the big shot guys, the big, the well-known performers, man, it $7 entry fee, ticket wow. $8. Ticket four dollars. <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, some of the some of the well-known acts that we've talked, we've spoken about right here on this show. Uh, ticket six bucks. Mm. Five, five. Yeah. Okay. And uh, <laughs> they asked him what he's going to do with all those. He said he's going to try to just set up some kind of museum. And and so you know when the masses, some people say they thought they that they were fake. Wow. <laughs> and they're not fake. <laughs> That's just how it used to be. Man, good old days. <laughs> yep, Fleetwood Mac, four bucks. Wow. That's, yeah, that's just amazing. Yep. Well, hey, if you uh, want to keep some money in your pockets and still enjoy some live music, there is a way to do that. Now that uh, Disney's Hulu and Live Nation have reached a deal with live stream uh, ah, certain music festivals through 2023. And so they're going to serve as the official television partner for Bonnaroo, um, Lollapalooza, and the Austin City Limits uh, Music Festival in Texas. So it's going to keep going through this year and all the way through 2023. So, hey, if you got a Hulu subscription, then you don't have to worry about ticket fees and all that. So <laughs> there's a heads up for you. 
Yeah, big heads up, big heads up. And another big heads up is uh, use, you know, we got a lot of intelligent folks out there, okay? You keep it above ground and do the right thing, but you can use your, your uh, intelligence to come up with some programs like this of your own, mm-hmm. okay? So, you know, you and everybody else won't be falling to the, uh, the pitfalls of, of this type of industry because um, those makers out there, the makers are gonna make it. I'm talking about the cheese, the, the dollars, the profits. And, um, you know, fortunately you come up with stories, news stories every week that uh, pinpoint that kind of thing. And so those companies, they're out for themselves. They're out for all, every dollar and cent they can make. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so there's individuals out there in our listening audience you got the smarts, um, you know, keep it legit, but you can come up with something and, 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 uh, and, and do the same thing. Yes, absolutely. All right. There's been a lot, a lot, a lot of buzz about meta and the music industry, um, over the past week or so. So, you know, all three of these stories dropped within days of each other, just so you know, but first, uh, Epidemic Sound uh, decided to sue Meta for $142 million for rampant infringement, as they call it, of its music on Facebook and Instagram. So the recently filed suit seeks to stop the theft of music uh, created by hundreds of musicians, songwriters, producers, and vocalists. The theft occurs knowingly, intentionally and brazenly by Meta on its Facebook and Instagram and social media platforms on a daily basis. And so Epidemic Sound is tired of it and they're going ahead and going forth with the lawsuit. Uh, The second story is that Cobalt decided to pull 700,000 of its songs off of Facebook and Instagram. And so it said in a memo that it sent out to its staff and uh, to its clients, that they've worked diligently and in good faith to come to an agreement for a new license for Cobalt's repertoire with Meta, but uh, fundamental differences didn't allow them to be able to continue that because they said that they're looking for the customer's best interest. So they decided that they'd rather just pull it, but they're still open to working with Meta if they come to some more favorable terms. Now, this third part of the story is very very interesting not really sure if it has anything to do with these other two stories but now uh, meta has decided that facebook will now directly share a portion of ad revenue with music rights holders and the users who generate content videos so with them moving to a revenue share model it means that creators who use licensed music and videos that are more than 60 seconds long they'll get a 20% share of any ad revenue that's generated by that video. The remaining 80% will be split between music rights holders and Meta itself. So this is huge news. It's definitely a step in the right direction Um, with them starting with Facebook. Can't help but wonder if this is gonna trickle over to Instagram at some point in the near future. We'll see and once we know, we'll definitely make sure that you know. Well, you know, um, speaking of that, in Meta, you know, there's a the news story last night of uh, Kim Kardashian and her younger sister. I think uh, I can't remember what her name is. Um, but, but between the two of them, they got six hundred. Between the two of them, they got six hundred. I hope that came through six hundred million followers. Mm. Okay, and and so they sent they sent a note though. They sent a note to. Uh, they, they made, they, they posted some still photographs and they were like, okay, well, you know, the powers that be, you know, at Meta, Instagram, you know, you, you, let's keep Instagram back like what it started at, which was still photographs and instead of everything going video, because there's like, in other words, uh, Instagram is just turning TikTok. Mm-hmm. So, you know, keep Instagram separate from TikTok. TikTok's all video. Give, you know, keep a platform where, you know, um, people like to look at still photos. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, um, you know, so the industry experts, you know, they they, <laughs> they caught them off guard. 
Um, but hey, man, when you're talking 600 million followers just between two people, I mean, they got a little bit of, 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 of clout, but um, oh yeah. But, but what they're saying though, you know, right now Instagram just flowing right behind TikTok and and uh, just going total, trying their best to go total video to get the maximum uh, dollar out of that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it remains to be seen what happens. Yeah, because if you notice, Meta has a tendency of um, taking what they were originally for, then, you know, basically duplicating their own version of some of the other popular apps. But anytime they do that in order to get more people to use it, of course, you know, they boost the engagement for those things, which encourages people to do that, which is actually what's moving Instagram away from it being what it originally was. I mean, we basically saw the same thing happen with Facebook as well. So, I mean, they've got a point. And I don't think I've ever publicly agreed with a Kardashian before. This makes me feel kind of weird. But yeah, great point. Mm-hmm. All right. And this is a great story. I, I mean, you know, we've been talking about the purchases and um, mergers and all this other stuff going on. But... Uh, one of the big ones that we tend to talk about a lot is Hypnosis Songs Fund. But this time, uh, Harborview Equity, which was established in 2021, is led by a Black woman CEO. And so she focuses on global alternative asset management. And um, so they want to take different songs that they think would increase the diversity and, and uh have long-standing intellectual property value. And so once again, you know, this echoes what we've been saying before about how when they're making these investments and these uh, catalog purchases and publishing and all that, it's for the artists that have stuff that have stand, stood the test of time or, you know, basically just content that they believe will continue to resonate with people um, in the future. So shout out to Sharice Clark soars for what she's doing Uh, the company's headquartered in newark new jersey it's added more offices in los angeles and most recently it's acquired the catalogs of the rock band the hollywood undead um, multi-grammy award-winning duo dre and vidal global superstar luis fonzi and um multi-platinum band lady antebellum who goes by lady a which was somebody else's name before that but I digress. And um, also, they bought the catalog of country megastar Brad Paisley. So, you know, they've been doing a lot. It's been 36 catalogs. Well, sorry, more than 36 catalogs to date. And they only opened nine months ago. So, you know, big things coming from Harborview Equity. And I feel like we're probably be talking about them a lot more often, just like we do with uh, Hypnosis Songs, Brian. Yeah, yeah, probably will. Probably will. Mm-hmm. You know, so. That phrase I used a while back uh, earlier today, maker is going to make. Okay, mm-hmm. so, you know, you get a people, uh, group of people together, throw some ideas around, you know, surround themselves with the proper type of, of knowledge and so on and so forth and come up with something that um, is innovative and uh, profit creating. <laughs> yeah. So, so, you know, we're all, uh, hey, I'm working on some stuff myself right now, but we're <laughs> all trying to... Uh, to find that spot because you know we can use others as uh, not necessarily role models but the the, the business model you know mm-hmm. and, and uh, take that business model and, and make some things happen yep. financially yeah <laughs> all right and the last story uh, for this week the YouTube ad revenue rose just 5% um, in the second quarter. So it's a little bit lower than what Wall Street was banking on. Why is this important? You need to know about how ad revenue is doing, um, especially if you're a content creator on YouTube and you want a piece of that. So it's just kind of something to be aware of. So yeah, only climbed 5% from the same period of last year. But yeah, it's been a significant slowdown considering the first quarter of the year, it was growing 14%. So that's a big drop off. Not really sure what the cause of that is just yet. But once again, more we know, more we'll let you know and make sure that we keep you informed. Whoa, I mean, that's a huge drop off. Big time. 
Mm. Well, we'll see how and if they rebound. So just because you have a drop doesn't mean you throw the towel in. That's true. That's so very true. I often experience setbacks, but yeah, keep going. All right, we're going to take a quick pause for the cause and then we'll be back with our guest for this week. You're listening to A Chick With Beats and Breezy Gibson on the Music Marvels Radio Show. Grander Radio out of Grand Rapids, Michigan and Sparks Radio out of Denver, Colorado. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Now this is the day right here. You know, I mean, I am proud, I'm happy, I'm excited. I mean, I'm, I'm overjoyed even because our special guest today is a man, a young man who... He's got quite a background, but guess what? The present is really strong with him because he helps a lot of people in a lot of different ways, helping people to achieve different things, different great things in their lives, and get their 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 thoughts together, get their actions together. And, you know, sometimes people kind of stray away a little bit or may not know what to do, but then once they hear this young man right here, suddenly things start coming back together and uh, he and he's an inspirer, uh, and I can go on and on. So, without any further ado, welcome to uh, the Music Marvels with a Chick with Beats and Breezy Gibson show broadcast podcast is the one and only Willie Whitehead Jr., former NFL player. He's a coach. He's a motivator, and he's just just got people just coming at him left and right, just wanting some of that that good good advice and, and things of that nature willie how you doing <laughs> well great sir how you doing yes yes thank you breeze for having me on thank you chick with beats man this is awesome man you know, we go, oh yeah, yeah we have to go back man uh, yeah i definitely thank you for the opportunity absolutely absolutely so you know we know your background but there's some listeners from here to there that may not be aware of your background. You know, we're global. You know, we we right around the neighborhood and everything, but we're also international and global. So give the peeps a little bit of about your background and, you know, who is uh, Willie Whitehead Jr.? Notice I said the junior now, okay? So we know what oh, that yeah. means. <laughs> oh, and yeah, then, yeah, uh, yeah. And then share, share your background so they know just, you know, what channel you're on. Sure, sure, sure. Um, well, my, mostly my background, uh, my my career has been surrounded around football. Uh, I, I hail from a small town of uh, a historic town, Tuskegee, Alabama. You know, kind of uh, middle class family. You know, one really poor middle class. You know, parents worked hard, strong father figure, and um, my goal was to, you know, a dream was to play football. You know, really. Um, and I was really an awkward kid. I just really wanted to, to, I was really looking for like love and acceptance, you know? Mm-hmm. I was one of those nerds with the, you know, kind of <laughs> pocket protected all. I just wanted to be, wanted to fit in. So uh, I saw opportunity with playing football and I didn't have that much athletic ability either. either. But um, what I did was I just, I listened to what the coaches told me, um, whatever else I could, I could, uh, pick up and I just worked hard you know after practice before practice whatever it took to to be that football player because you know I want to to be loved and accepted so I, I put in the work I ended up um, uh, not getting a scholarship um, offer in the high school I ended up walking on uh, deciding to walk on to Auburn University which is is a big feat so any D1 school, uh, especially Auburn. Uh, so that was, that definitely wasn't easy. Um, I'd have no scholarship offers. So I ended up making a team after my first year because I cared. I, I, it was a process that I learned um, to really hone in my mind, uh, my emotions, to really, to really, uh, uh, really get mentally tough and 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 develop and develop uh, habits that uh, got me to you know uh, making a team after my first my first year and from that I, I end up you know being a, a, a all star at um, in my con- at the conference at SEC you know at Auburn then I ended up um, getting a workout with the 49ers um, didn't get drafted. 
and um, you know your, your name is called at the you know the third day. <laughs> so I end up going up there. I got cut in, in in mini camp. I didn't even get invited to training camp with the Forty mm-hmm. Nine. And that was a big blow, you know. I'm at home. I'm sad. I want to get a, a bottle of liquor and turn, you know, during that time. You know, I, I, I was, yeah, I was hurting. So, because it's my dream. So, I end up, uh, the agent got me a deal with the um, Canadian Football League and uh, a, a U.S. team called the Baltimore Stallions. So they were trying to get Canadian teams in the U.S. Mm. I went there. I worked hard before, after practice. Follow this, you know, the same process that I did in college, and uh, still came up short. And ended up being on practice squad, and so you know, I didn't, I really didn't understand it. But I know the rules are different in Canada, but I didn't understand it. So I'm, I'm struggling up there, you know, making about two hundred dollars, you know, a week trying to every two weeks trying to make that last, mm. and uh, you know, McDonald's and cheap buffets, but. I kept working hard, you know. I, I just really set my mind to to uh, like no matter what, I'm gonna I'm gonna realize my dream. And so after uh, the season with Baltimore, they the team moved to uh, Montreal in Canada. So started that season, I'm doing the same thing and really working hard. But then I end up coming up short again and being on practice squad and. At that point, I was just like, man, I'm done. I'm giving up. Forget this. You know, maybe this, you know, you know, it's not for me. But then when I'm when I'm at home working nine to five, that dream is still in my mind. You know, it's like I can't I can't let it go. So I was like, you know, I called my agent. I said, man, get me somewhere to play. I don't care. I can't give up. Mm-hmm. Right. I can't give up. I can't let go. So he got me up to another Canadian team with the Hamilton Ticats in Hamilton, Ontario. I went up there, and at this point, I changed. I turned my mind. I changed my mindset and took it to an even higher level. I got like laser focused. Um, I, I did some different things, and I ended up making CFL All Star. Was second in the league in sacks, and and uh, you know I was just I was on fire. So after that, um, I got a, a, a contract with the Detroit Lions. So I'm excited. I'm like, oh man, I finally realized my dream. I'm about to play in the NFL. I get in the camp, I'm doing well, I'm following the same process, and I get up to the last cut. I'm the last player cut mm. um, <laughs> before they, they select the team. And so at this point, you know, I'm just like, man, am I wasting my time? Like, is this really for me? You know, and um, at that point, when I went back to Canada, the, the, the New Orleans Saints called uh, to bring me in for a workout. So I said, well, I'm going to give, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still, you know, going to give everything I got. I got to change up the way I'm thinking, you know, what I'm telling myself. So I ended up um, impressing the coaches. They signed me to a contract. They sent me over to NFL Europe to, to uh, you know, for a couple months to get, get, get trained, came back um, and ended up playing well. Uh, my, my first year made the team. And eight years later, you know, I had a I had a, a very successful career. Got an NFL award, Air Block Courage Award, mm. awarded by my teammates. Um, Down is one of the one of the you know top you know one of the top players in Saints history. So it was awesome, you know, <laughs> awesome. Um, had played with some great guys. Ended up playing an NFC Championship game, and um, now. I, I'm, I'm, I work now as a, as a coach, you know, a mental toughness and mindset trainer. I work with a lot of athletes to help them to really um, build that resilience, to hone in their, their, their mind, you know, their emotions. Because uh, with that game, with you know, with anything, it's really 80% mental more than anything, you know, mm-hmm. especially I mean, with sports. But I think with, with a lot of things, it's 80%, it's majority mental. So when you can hone in your your mind and your emotions, then you know the sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I work to 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 teach, um, train guys to really hone that in, and to uh, so they can really they can realize their dreams. I have a course called Be a Pro Now, and I'm helping you know high school, middle, you know high school, middle school, you know college, and even pro guys. Uh, 
to uh, hone in their mind and their emotions, you know, a lot of mindfulness, uh, exercises, your breathing techniques, different things. And then also with my website, Willie Whitehead Jr. Uh, com, you know, I do one on one group coaching and I also do healing work. So uh, it's a new thing. I've been working with guys with two. They've been getting great results. So it's 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 been it's been a ride. It's been experience, but uh, it's it's been well worth it. Oh awesome. my God! You know, <laughs> I'm gonna say that I don't think anybody, nobody, has ever come in busted into the show like that. I mean, as far as with a, a background and experiences like that, mm. and you know, you trying and getting let down, and this that the other, and you're let down again. And, and, and this, that, the other, you still let down even more. I mean, a chick would be, I mean, look, yeah. fill in the gaps, fill in the gaps. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. You know, what, what Breezy just said and how you were talking about like the different experiences, everybody in any type of creative or entertainment industry can understand, you know, that struggle where you keep getting so close and then it just slips away again and then you just keep trying. So yeah. For you to come in and, and share all those ups and downs with us like yeah i mean yeah you just came in kicked in the door <laughs> with uh yeah a lot of background in. okay and and a lot of the things that you mentioned in that that opening statement oh my god they can mm-hmm. be applied to the music industry as well mm-hmm. i mean uh there there's a lot of folks that Right now, um, they need some Willie Whitehead Jr. because mm-hmm. that 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 focus, that attitude. I mean, so would you agree? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, I know a whole lot about the music industry, but I definitely agree uh, that uh, you know, really, really getting that mental toughness, honing in your mind and you know, emotions is, is powerful. You know, and I'm. I'm a big proponent, even with, you know, like with manifestation, manifest, you know, manifesting your, your dreams. Uh, like you said, it's, it's, it's really getting, uh, honing in your energy. And, uh, like I said, it's, it's any, anything is possible. Uh, but it is, is, is really, where's your mind at, your, your mindset, you know, as far okay. as, um, yep. Okay. So now, now, um, you say Willie Whitehead, junior.com yes yes really why they junior.com okay okay so now what if uh um oh bobby bobby's saying you know what wow i really like what he said you know that's really catching my attention i mean uh, uh let me i'm gonna i'd like to reach out to him just to to see okay so you know whether you talk on the phone or you send in emails or whatever Okay, what are some of the first things that you look for in Bobby or Mary? Okay, and then what are the, some of the first things that you uh, feel that, you know, I know everybody's different, but what are some of the initial things that you speak to them about or listen for? Well, I really listen for the, the you know, the, the passion to see if they're really serious. Mm-hmm. You know, that's really the first thing. Um, they let me know, you know, I, I find and ask them, you know, about, you know, the outcomes, what, what it is that they want to achieve. But I really want to really uh, try to point out, really want to hear if they're really serious about uh, about realizing their dream. You know, is it something that they're just, you know, just, you know, just as a hobby? Is this something that they're really serious about doing? Because you, you have to be willing to really commit if you're really serious about it. You know, and it, it, it takes it, it takes a lot more uh, work and energy um, that you that you have to put into it um, in order to realize it. So that's that's the that's the first thing, just to see if they're really passionate about it, they're really serious, and the the reason why. Well, you know, in in life, in in business, and in, in music and sports, there are a certain. Um, number of folks that the only reason they're out there is because of their friends mm. they want to impress their friends or this that the other and they you know when all the attention is gone they're not doing anything at all to help themselves but then when the attention comes and suddenly they're wanting to be that person in the spotlight okay is is that 
easy for you to pick out, you know, uh, for you to see, or does it take a little bit of getting underneath the level for you to determine that that person is not doing it for themselves, they're doing it because they just like the, the spotlight? Well, I, well, it, it, it really takes a little bit, a uh, little bit more of uh, uh, digging, you know, soul searching. I have an exercise called uh, Core Beliefs Exercise uh, that I got from my training with, you know, neuro-linguistic programming and uh, to help really uncover uh, if, if they're really serious, you know, if this really is a passion for them. And I, you know, to really uncover the layers so that's one of the, the like the first exercises uh, that I take uh, my client through to um, to really see if they're serious, you know. Um, okay, well let us let us ask this: as far as your clients are are concerned, you know, what age bracket are they? Younger folks? Are they middle aged? Are they people who are uh, professionals? Or just share that with our listeners so they'll know where you're coming from. Well, most of my clients really are from, you know, like high school age on up. And I, and, and I approach uh, each age bracket differently. Like the way that I would work with a high school, of course, and, you know, a teenager would be different than um, an adult, you know, because, you know, it's certain, you know, certain things that I would have to, you know, questions I have to ask them and certain things that I wouldn't do that I would, that I would do with an adult. So, uh, you know, that, that kind of varies, but it's all, you know, it's all about getting the results. Uh, okay, well, we, we noticed that there, you got some initials behind your name. Can you share with our listeners what, what that alludes to? You know, um, um, is that from um, training yourself or is that from taking specific um, um, courses to elevate, you know, to a certain point where you can... Um, help folks like that yes yes reason yeah and so i got um certified as a clinical hypnotherapist and um a massive nlp uh practitioner and you know mindfulness certified in mindfulness meditation but the uh the hypnotherapy is is is, is kind of it's a funny story because when i was playing for the saints i had an experience uh right where this this gentleman came in to talk to us he, he sat me down before the game and i was desperate to perform well because we we weren't winning any games we were like oh and four or something like that so he sat me down he said i want you to come up with five plays that you want to perform on sunday now, now mind you this was tuesday uh perform on sunday and um and he said i want you to say it with 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 emotion like I'm getting off the ball faster than anybody. I'm beating um, uh, my opponent with this move. I can't be stopped. I can't be blocked, right? So mm -hmm. five sentences. So he said now, and he, he recorded it. So, so he said, I want you to listen to this every day leading up to the game and watch what happens. And mm -hmm. at the time, I was a skeptic. I was like, man, this is some bull. Is <laughs> but, I, I was, but you know, when you're desperate for results, you'll almost, pretty, almost try anything, right? They're like, man, I got to... I got to make some money. I got to, you know, I got to <laughs> get results. So I listened to it. So I, I, I listened to it like twice a day. It's like, you know, like twice a day. So, you know, when I'm, when I'm resting. So I listened to it come game time. I, my mind was in a whole, it was in a different zone. I was very confident and relaxed and I had the best game of my career. And then yeah. after the game, yes, I made, I made like NFL honors. And when, after the game, when I listen back at that tape, or on, on, you know, with, on, listen back at that tape, every play that was recorded was exactly what I performed on the field. It blew my mind. I'm like, oh my god! It's just how powerful the you know pro, programming the mind is. So that's why I got into learning um, hypnotherapy because I was like, man, like what? How you know? How can this apply to other aspects of people's lives? You know, with pro, because it's really about how can you program your own mind for success. Mm. You know, and your emotions, like how powerful is that? So that's why I got it. Really got into that. Got into you know, feel of like mental toughness, manifest. You know, you know, manifesting your desires, all that stuff, and just read a ton, read tons of books, and you know, just really got honed in. Mm. Okay, so now musicians 
they're coming from, and a chick would be, she'll, she'll agree with this. They're coming from all kinds of directions. Okay. Um, so, but, and they need, they're just like other people, they need certain types of um, mental strengthening, certain types of, of, of uh, um, hey, sit down and, and, and inspect inspect themselves you know i guess you would inspect them the way they should be inspecting themselves or you know i really can't tell but with that industry okay being in entertainment um i'm sure that you probably could uh, crack open a couple of uh of, of books and you see the same thing in the music industry as you would in any other mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah yes and uh you know, it's 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 a, a lot of uh, probably some similar um, issues, you know, that that um, that athletes go through is similar to what you know entertainers go through. You know, just I mean, from from you know, just from my experience and things that I've you know have noticed that, uh, and I know it's a lot different, you know, as far as you know the entertainment industry, but uh, you know, everybody everybody has a story, you know, that they live by. You know, at the core of it, you know, and the thing is, is, is your story uh, adding life to your dream? Is your story leading you towards your dream or is it hindering you from from realizing your dream? You know, a story of, well, I don't know if I'm good enough or what my father, you know, mother told me back in the day or what I've been condition to believe as a child you know uh, where I'm supposed to be in my career right now I'm supposed to be an instant, uh, instant success by now you know we all live by these these different stories but you but people are, you know when you understand that your story can be changed because it's a story that you've made up a story that that's been conditioned in your own mind the story can be changed up you know, and and when you know that story, sometimes that story, when that story is changed up, it can help propel you towards closer and closer towards your you realizing your dream. You know, of being that great artist. But like you said, it's just it's yeah, and that's that's a big part of it. Well, you know, you know, I've got to apologize because I'm so. Uh, <laughs> built up over this interview, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't leave as much space in there for Chick with Beats to have ask her questions as I should have. So I apologize for that. But oh, Chick no. with Beats, you, you, you got you <laughs> no, got this some, is, some. No, this has been great. I mean, he's already touched on you know things that I would have asked already. So yeah, I mean, this is this has just been awesome. Been great to sit back and absorb. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. Okay, so you, again, that's your website is is WillieWatkinsJr. dot com. Oh, oh no, <laughs> oh, 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 well, we're, we're Willie Junior. dot com. Okay, Willie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I was I, I was drifting. I was drifting. I was drifting. Oh okay, no, not, and, not 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 the Willie Watkins now. <laughs> that's a funeral. Oh right, 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 right. <laughs> That's a total different thing. Total different yeah, that's thing. That's a totally okay. different thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It, it, but yeah, Willie yeah. Whitehead.com. Yeah. And then too breezy with the uh, people uh, unfamiliar, even with the in, with the uh, the energy work that I do as far you know the healing work. But I've got you know, and that's something that has end up realizing was like a natural gift for me uh, that I, I recently realized you know a couple of years ago. And um, I've I've studied up on that and learned about you know how energy works and and um, you know you know metaphysics and um, even you know certified you know in, in in that modality and break and all that stuff. But you know that play it plays even a big part. You know uh, because it's, it's, it's in, at the end of the day, you know your thoughts and 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 your emotions. It's all energy. You know so when you can you can really fine tune that in every aspect then you get your mind body and you know spirit in alignment and you know like it's is like i said there's a lot that you can accomplish you know and just seeing yourself being the person that you desire to be you know acting as mm-hmm. if you that you're that that great artist that you want to be how 
how can you hone that in, hone in a thought, hone in the the the, the energy emotions, and then and then uh, put in you know consistently put it into work, and then what what does that look like, you know? Um, and I have a whole process that I that I've used and I help uh, my clients to 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 help them to really organize that process so they they can you know in that time so they can be they can get you know really gain you know really get progress really gain progress with um yeah well well look the clock is really staring us in the face and we're gonna have to close out this edition but what i'm hearing is that there's gonna be a a a chapter two or chapter three maybe in this uh, series of interviews because you've got a lot uh, to share with um musicians whether they're aspiring musicians or whether they're seasoned or professional mm-hmm. and so um let's go ahead and, and close out and again uh please accept my apologies that website is williewhiteheadjr.com and um folks you know for those wherever you are doesn't matter who whatever age reach out through the website connect with this great man and uh see what you can make happen for yourself and your life and uh so Willie, we want to have you back sometime. What you, a chick with beach? Absolutely. How you feel? Absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. I appreciate, appreciate. Oh, and my my, my Instagram is the same as is Willie Whitehead Jr. So I know there's a lot of people that's on IG right now. And we got a TikTok. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right. Yes, well, let's yeah. do that. And uh, so thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to join us, ladies and gentlemen. The one and only Willie Whitehead. Junior, and find him at his website, WillieWhiteheadJr.com. All right, and that does it for this week's edition of Music Marvels with the Chicka Beats and Breezy Gibson. We're glad that you joined us and tuned in. We always have a great time rocking with you, right, Breeze? Oh yeah, always have a great time. And as I alluded to at the beginning of the show, make sure you part your partake of a ChickaBeats.com because there's a whole galaxy directory of beats of info of services of of uh just things you need to info you need to data you need to absorb that can help you in your quest um so uh, uh in your business quest as well as your music quest so check that out global doesn't matter where you're located at you know could be around the corner could be around on the other other side of the uh, of the globe of the world so check it out a chick with beats.com and uh you know, check me out at uh, com. Okay, breezetocheese.com. See what you got in there. So, but it's really been real this week and looking forward to uh, next week as well. So, that's my spiel. Most definitely awesome. And uh, yeah, so thank you to our home stations, Grander Radio, broadcasting out of Grand Rapids, Michigan, and Sparks Radio, broadcasting out of Denver, Colorado. You know where to find us next time. Tune in, tell a friend, and we'll see you then. Peace. Peace.